0: What is going on everybody welcome to episode number 27 of the culture shock podcast i'm one of your hosts tyler grant sitting across the table from me is
1: cody Hager. the culture shock podcast is a podcast where we talk about life the culture and the everything in between and this week we are looking at versus
0: volume three we're back on it
1: yep villains. but before we
0: get into that cody what's up what's going on nothing much we're, we're back at it two weeks in a row i think we got our group back yeah yeah. Almost didn't, but we're here. We're here. That's yeah. what matters. It is. I guess. Um, before you get, you have a question for me today. I do. I'm I do. Excited for it. But before that, this past week we had something that happened.
1: Historic, some would say.
0: We we played fantasy football. You and I. Me and you.
1: The uh, culture shock fantasy football showdown. It was. Um, some called it that.
0: We won't spend a lot of time on it. But long story short, I lost. It was close. It was.
1: You had a you had a good push at the end. I almost came back, but yeah, no, it happens. You can't go into one game with one person 30 points down.
0: That's rough, but, you know, that happens. You ready for your question? Oh, are we
1: going into it? I'm ready. I'm ready to get into it. It's a good week. Hit me. And I'm staying on the topic here. I'm scared. Okay? Okay. So, I think everyone knows the classic superhero powers question. If you were a superhero, what would your power be?
0: That's my question.
1: No. Your question is, if you were a supervillain, what would your supervillain power be? Be. Supervillain. Okay. I'm gonna give you a second to think about it. Do you have one? I've got mine already. Okay. because it fits my personality, I think. okay. All right. My super villain power would be this. okay That when I come upon a superhero who's trying to save the day or whatever, I have the ability to just mentally block them from making a decision. All right? Okay. What I mean by that is they're just gonna sit there and deliberate on what's right and what's wrong. Until they don't make a decision. Okay. I know that's really boring, but it would be very effective. I'm and that's what I do most of the time. So
0: I'm kind of thinking on like this type of power where if you fight any hero, you kind of siphon their abilities. So it turns into a mirror match. So you always have the powers of who you're fighting. So I touch Superman. And I become Superman's powers. So it'd be like Rogue. I'm like a dark Superman. An X Man. Yeah. yeah. I touch Batman and I become nothing because Bruce Wayne is just a man. And you become rich. Yes. <laughs> oh, so kind of like cool. the siphoning kind of power.
1: Okay. But would you have to touch them?
0: Yeah. I. Yeah. You would. But a fight. Like I already have. I'll be a villain, so I'm already pretty powerful. Yeah. But just once I land that first little hit, punch, whatever it is, I've siphoned their powers.
1: That's pretty good.
0: Pretty pretty interesting. It's a unique take on the question, right?
1: I guess. That's better than mine.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I like yours, though. And then the easy answer is also, like, force lightning.
1: Yeah, that would be too easy. Like, force lightning and being able to fly.
0: Yeah. How about just, like, the power to wield infinity stones? Like... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a pretty good superpower on <laughs> that. That would front. be pretty cool. Um, but today, speaking of superpowers, we're going to be diving into versus volume three in just a second. Cody will explain the rules for our versus series. But before that, we got a little stuff to do on the front end. We hope that you go and like what you hear, and if you do, go subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast Store. Give us a five-star review if you feel so inclined to do so. And if you do that, Cody, what you going to be getting? You are
1: going to win a brand new sticker Sticker. if you give us a review you screenshot that review yes you post it to social media in some form and tag us in it that is the key part tag us if you do do or if you do do do, 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 do a review r- 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 all right so yes review screenshot post social tag us and we'll contact about getting you a really cool culture shock sticker that tower has been swagging on his jeep swagging
0: on that jeep it looks really good on the back of that jeep
1: it does. It's, yeah, it looks solid.
0: And also, go to the Instagrams. Give us a like. Give us a follow. We'd love to have the conversation with you on Instagram to continue the conversations that we have here on the Culture Shock podcast.
1: And on the Instagram, you can actually check out the full bracket of our versus series Correct. with all of the villains. This One or week, two
0: of those may have changed a little bit.
1: Yeah, we did shift around. I forgot about that.
0: Yes. Um, but just, you can still go give us your. Um, own version of your versus bracket if you want to. Yep, we could have won a lot of different directions. I'd love to see some completed ones, ones of those. We've actually had a completed one from Kurt and Andrea Barron. They did one? They did one. They sent us. I don't know if you've seen it. I need to show it no, to No, I you. hadn't so seen it. It's a pretty cool completed bracket of our versus bracket. But we're in week three of our versus series. Cody, what is the versus series?
1: The versus series is where we pit two villains, super villains, right? They're all super. Yeah, they're villains. all pretty super. Yeah, super villains against one another in a fight to... Let's just say the end. We're keeping it PG. Yes. Um, there are a couple of rules. First rule is there are no rules. Uh but second I, rule is it's whatever Tower and I decide happens. Yes wins. So if you hate it, sorry. Yep. Um but it's pretty much just two villains that meet with no armies connected. Yep. That's kind of a key that's, part. That's the key part. That's yeah. that's
0: the honestly the only rule. That's
1: the that's the best one. And if they have like a special ability, they obviously can use it, but if they have like a special gadget. It's just kind of up to us whether or not they use it. Basically, yeah. no Infinity Stones. Yeah, but like Darth Vader's gonna have a lightsaber. Yes. So yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, those are pretty much the basic rules. Um, yeah. And if you've missed episode one and two, go check out number seventeen and number twenty-one. Those are our versus series episodes one and two. Check those out. You can listen to them in any order, honestly, because we're going through eight teams or eight villains at a time. But you want to make sure you listen to the first four before you listen to the final episode, which will come out around episode thirty-five or so. Yep will be our final episode where we do our final four.
1: It sounds like that's going to be right before we jump into actual Star, Star Wars, Wars month, yeah, yes. which is coming up soon, so you guys look out for that in late November, early December. Are Absolutely. we doing it just December? I <sighs> ah, will figure it out. We'll but figure it out when we Right get around the release of yes. episode nine.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and just give you the tell of the tape for the whole entire bracket today. Yeah. But Before we go, we'll give you some more specific tales of the tape for each villain when we get to them. But before that, our eight villains today. Are Magneto from the Marvel Universe versus Grand Moff Tarkin from the Star Wars Universe?
1: And then we have Sauron versus
0: the Night King, which Sauron is Lord of the Rings, Night King, Game of Thrones. We then have Joker from the DC Universe versus Pennywise from Stephen King's Brain.
1: (laughs) From Stephen King's Brain. (laughs) Lastly, we'll have Loki from the Marvel Universe versus Doctor Doom, also from the Marvel Universe.
0: So this one's a little Marvel heavy. We got three Marvel heroes or villains within it, which isn't bad. There's just a lot of good villains. There in the There are a universe. lot of good Marvel uh, unit villains. So, but everything else is pretty spread out. We've got some Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, DC, and it's Stephen <laughs> King, whatever universe he lives within. Yes. So, you ready to dive into this today, Cody? Uh,
1: I'm not. This is this is a tough. This bracket. is a weird bracket, dude. Yeah,
0: I really don't know who's going to win this one. Do you have Do you have any just quick favorites? Just D- top of your head before we go in for the argument.
1: Dr. Jim. Doom. Dr. Jim's your uh, friend. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, my sleeper pick. Sleeper pick's Pennywise. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just because you're reading it.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, I love it. Okay, so uh, let's go in. Those could those lose first round. We don't know yet. Yeah, that's very that's possible. Th- all right. Hit us off. Magneto, Cody?
1: Yeah. So first up, once again, like we said, you need to check out Instagram if you want to know how this exactly breaks down a number one seed versus a number eight seed in each bracket. Our number one seed for this entire bracket is Magneto. Uh, so Magneto normally doesn't need much introduction, especially lately. A lot of X-Men movies, yes. Magneto is an important, powerful, powerful character. And yes. uh, the basics of Magneto is that he's pretty much a normal uh, guy. He's obviously very smart, um, but he is a very, very powerful mutant um in the marvel universe and one of the most powerful yeah one of the most powerful in all the world um he has the ability to generate and control magnetic fields yes so that sounds first off just pretty cool yeah but especially in the way they've done it in comics and then the movies as well uh he really uses it to his advantage um yeah, uh, I'm trying to think Betrayed anything else. Betrayed by Ian
0: McClellan and Michael Fassbender in the movies. Yeah, two great, two great actors. incredible actors, actors man. Yes. So good.
1: Uh, Eric Linsher is his actual yes. name. Yes. So, other than that, I mean, it's pretty You know who Magneto is. Yeah, we, we know.
0: And he's going against our 8th seed in the bracket today, Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin was in Episode 4, A New Hope, uh, that is in Star Wars. He was the commander of the Death Star, which is the Galactic Empire's dwarf planet-sized battle station. For those of you who don't know what the Death Star is, if you don't know what the Death Star is, like, I don't know why you're subscribed to the Culture Shock Podcast, but whatever. No, um, we'll, we'll teach you. <laughs> we'll teach you what it is. That's, that's the point of the Culture Shock Subscribe, Podcast. Subscribe, um, But he was basically uh, had a philosophy of ruling through fear. Of force. He wasn't really a very strong um villain, but he was very strong mentally. Mm. But besides that, doesn't have a lot going for him physically.
1: Who wins? Uh pretty easy here. Magneto. Okay, yeah. so
0: we we gotta break the fight down because yep. we don't wanna just say why just he wins. Why do you think Magneto would win in this fight?
1: Okay, so first off I'm thinking Tarkin in his traditional pose. Yes. Right. Hands behind the back. Yes. You know, standing very upright. Mm-hmm. And then I see Magneto like levitating over the battleground. Ooh. So I feel like Tarkin's gonna be a little scared.
0: Okay, here's here's the real question. Yeah. Do you think Magneto has the strength to control the Death Star?
1: Maybe not the entire Death Star. Yeah. Because the Death Star is massive.
0: Yes, I mean it's literally a dwarf-sized planet.
1: Now Magneto has actually moved a couple of large asteroids. And
0: rem- remember, this is Death Star One, which is very much smaller than Death Star Two. That's
1: true. But very much smaller that's that's weird. not real that's not right he's moved asteroids he's levitated a 30,000-ton nuclear submarine okay. apparently at one point his powers extend to the atomic level okay which is just something i'm reading about which sounds really cool um he can also this is a key part so w- you mentioned the death star are we putting the death star in this fight
0: <sighs> no i don't know because if we did, I mean, Tarkin could just be like, Death Star, Fire Station, go to Earth. Magneto, you're gone.
1: If we put Magneto on the Death Star and gave him as much time as Luke, Leia, and Han Solo had to disable it.
0: Magneto does it.
1: Yeah. Magneto's winning that fight. Yeah. Also, Magneto can generate electromagnetic pulses. Pulses? Pulse? pulses, pulse-i. Multiple. <laughs> Pulse-eye. No, that's no, not it. That's not right. <laughs> anyway, he can do electromagnetic pulses where uh it'll knock down like all the electricity, yeah. so yeah. So, Magneto's if it was Magneto
0: us. versus the Death Star, the Death Star wins. Like if he's like if he's if, I mean, if, if, if he's facing shot, it, you know, yeah. Like, any, but if it's just Magneto versus Tarkin, I think it's a easy choice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that that's an easy choice. Magneto's going to win that in multiple ways. Yeah.
0: Tarkin once again he, he has a very war-centered philosophy very I'm going to invoke fear in within in in you. I can't talk today. <laughs> <Nope>. But he's <laughs> not going to fight Magneto. No. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not going to work. Yeah.
0: So we say in one seed Magneto moves on. Yeah.
1: This is an unfortunate matchup. Anybody against Magneto is going to have a tough time especially going forward.
0: That's why we put him as Honestly, it's kind of a weird number one seed for me. Really, because I, I, we put Thanos as a two seed. You remember that, and we put Magneto as a one. Oh yeah, very very interesting. And Magneto is kind of—he's a villain, but he's kind of an anti-villain at the same time. W- would you think? Would you think so? Uh,
1: in the X Men movies, for sure. I mean, in the in earlier the movies, comics, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's kind of just a just guy. with
0: that friendship he has with Professor X.
1: Yeah, the movies actually do a great job with that, but, um. Yeah, he's kind of an anti-hero. Because he's really
0: fighting for mutant rights is his big thing.
1: Well, all villains are fighting for what they think is right, yeah. except maybe the Joker. <laughs> True. We'll get
0: to that one in just a second. Yeah. I'm excited. That's that's my favorite matchup of the day. Oh, it's going to be good. Hands down. Uh, next one we're going to be dun- jumping into, Sauron versus the Night King. You want me to take Sauron first? Yeah, take it. Um, So Sauron, if you've ever seen or read the Lord of the Rings trilogy, or the Hobbit, is basically the dark lord of of this whole universe. And the the, the Sauron that we're gonna be thinking of not necessarily the eye of Sauron, because the eye of Sauron can't really do anything besides stare at you. I'm thinking of Which the Sa- is pretty scary. Which too. is absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Um but he's gonna be the Sauron from the first scene of Fellowship of the Ring when he's going through and he's fighting and he has Ooh. the Ring of Power and
1: that big, that going big on. sword, going... That big sword.
0: I mean, he's he's tearing down like twenty guys with oh.
1: one. Um, that scene's
0: so good. It is so oh, that's good. That's a good way to open that movie. So it, Sauron basically just was corrupted with power. Um, he wanted to create these Rings of Power and then he had the One Ring to rule them all, which was this ultimate source of power. So. He's a pretty strong character, rules over Mordor with his army of orcs and urukai. has the um, wizard Saruman at his right hand. He's an excellent villain.
1: Yeah, terrifying.
0: Saruman's going to be hard to compete with, but who's he going against?
1: He's going against the Night King from Game of Thrones.
0: Oh, I like this matchup too. I like it too. It makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, so the Night King was a first man, if you w- watch Game of Thrones you'll know some of this, um, who was captured by a tribe of Children of the Forest, uh, one of them pressed a dragon glass dagger into the Night King's chest, turned his eyes blue and turned him into the first of the White Walkers, so he was the king over all the White Walkers, anyone who turned into a White Walker, he pretty much got to control them.
0: And White Walkers, are they kind of zombie-like?
1: Uh, That's the best way to describe it, Kay. yeah. If you're not a Game of Thrones person. Okay. Just uh, just say zombie-like. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So the only thing I'm going to say with this one is that we have to give the Night King at least a little bit of an army.
0: Okay. Why?
1: Because that's what his whole thing is like.
0: But Sauron's is too.
1: What if we go army versus army here?
0: Only within this one.
1: Only within. I agree. Whoever dances
0: can't use their army against Magneto.
1: Okay. Oh, that's going to be tough. Okay.
0: Okay. But in this one, it's their army. So it's basically Sauron and his Yurikai and the people who show up at Helm's Deep. Oh, my gosh. Unreal battle. Yeah. Versus Night King and his White Walkers?
1: White Walkers. Yep. (laughs) Who? This is tough.
0: This is. Okay.
1: So the (sighs) White Walkers are, are, like I said, controlled by the Night King pretty much. Okay. So he can tell them to stop. He's just pretty much oversees the battle. He can tell them stop, go, attack. Um I mean, does Sauron have that same kind of power?
0: I don't know. I really don't I don't know as much about Sauron, honestly. Um there's a lot of stuff on Wikipedia. I haven't read the books. In the movies, they don't tell you a lot about Sauron.
1: No, he's a much more mysterious villain. And, yeah. and same with the Night King. You don't really know a lot about him till like season six, because season get five. Because you so much about
0: the eye of Sauron and these things, but you don't really see who Sauron is mm-hmm. unless you read the books.
1: But we do know about the army is that they're pretty ruthless. Yes. Like, they are just going to go crazy, berserk.
0: Yurikai like, are going to have no mercy on him. Yeah. You. Zero.
1: So I'm thinking the Night King makes some pretty good advances, okay. all right? Because if they take down part of his army, yeah, you want to know what happens? What he just raises them right back. Like it's not really even a big deal. The Night King does. Yeah. Okay. Like they get cut down, whatever. They're yeah. coming right back. Okay. Okay. And if they even get to kill any of Sauron's army, he gets to bring them back yeah. as undead as well. Yeah. And the only way really to kill the Night King is with a specific piece of dragon glass or or dragon glass or whatever. Yeah and you have to actually kill the night king and then his army and goes then the whole away. And army dies, which yeah. is the
0: same thing with Sauron. This is a tough battle. This is a very mirror match type of battle. Mm. I'm leaning towards Sauron. Why? Cuz I know him better. <laughs> and I'm I'm really just thinking of that first scene in Fellowship of the Ring where he is just so OP, slashing down men with that sword and he has the most powerful source of power in the in middle earth and in the world with the ring
1: okay so in looking this up you know and learning a little bit more about the characters um there's actually like different reddit threads that are you know committed to this whole idea there's this one's called who would win yeah and people have written pages oh. of sauron versus night king and his army wow yeah So, a couple of things that kind of seem to be consistent is that White Walkers are going to lose badly in the beginning. Okay. Because Sauron, they kind of have that overwhelming force. Okay. All right. Uh, Then it seems like in round two, or like later on... Yeah, progression in the battle. Sauron definitely takes some bad losses. Okay. All right. Round three not King wins is what the majority of the people I've seen okay. say. Just because it's an army of undead, no matter how many people Sauron's army kills, they come back and even more.
0: Okay, and let's be real, cutting off a finger is way easier than killing somebody with a specific piece of dragon. Yeah, he's he's
1: just got one one piece True. that's really helping him control. Because
0: that's what that's how he was defeated in the first movie.
1: I will say this too, in in a lot of these threads, it, there's no real consensus, but a lot of people say that. Sauron's getting that first blow in. Okay, and then the Night King is just going to raise up that army of dead, undead. Okay, and it's going to be tough. I
0: think, I think against my better judgment, I'm going with you on that one. I don't, I don't
1: know though. I'm not even convinced myself.
0: I don't know enough about the Night King, really. the The undead is really what gets you, and and how hard he is to kill. I think that I think that's what wins it because Sauron has a, a bigger weakness with the ring. If you could just cut off his finger, yeah.
1: Okay, think think back to that battle in the beginning of what of the Rings. Okay. The whole arm- armies were fighting, yeah. right? The armies of Middle-earth and then yeah. his, his army. And they still were able to get to Sauron yeah. to fight him one-on-one. Yeah, The Night King almost never lets that happen. Yeah. Okay. So with that in mind, I feel like the Night King is going to be able to get to Sauron and get more blows on him, at least, like try yeah. and fight him a little bit more. They're not going to get to the Night King if he has anyone left. Yeah,
0: I'm thinking if a shielder can take off Sauron's finger, then the Night King can do it. I
1: think so, because the Night King, like it took a ton for, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it for everybody, it but just, I mean, it took Arya like sneaking up after yeah. nine seasons or whatever yeah. to finally kill him.
0: Yeah, let's do it. I'm thinking Night King wins. All right, we'll be facing Magneto in the next round. That'll that be very interesting. Yeah, that was tough. The next one is the clown duel, <laughs> Joker versus Pennywise. Okay. Cody, you take Joker?
1: Oh my gosh, uh, Joker is a super villain. He uh, debuted Batman number one in 1940. He's been around a He's long time. He was in Batman one. I don't know if I knew that. Yes, Batman number one. But Batman <laughs> wasn't originally introduced in Batman number one. Okay. It was Detective Comics. Yeah. Anyway, he doesn't have any superhuman abilities at all. He does have number one great connections because he either scares people into working with him or actually like sadistically talks them into it. Um, He has all sorts of cool weaponry. uh, So playing cards, joy buzzers. uh, He has things that spray his laughing gas, which make people kind of just go crazy and kind of turn into his villains. Um, I mean, that's kind of it. He's more of a mental fighting character he, he's uh,
0: very hot in pop culture right now with a joker movie that just came out with joaquin phoenix playing the joker and had some great reviews yes uh, apparently by the way um we'll talk about that later. we will absolutely he'll be going up against pennywise also known as it who is the title character in stephen king's 1986 horror novel he's one of my favorite villains right now just because i'm in the middle of listening to that book I'll talk about it later on but he is a very intriguing character he is a character in ancient cosmic evil which preys upon the children of Derry Maine roughly every 27 years he comes back using his shape-shifting skills and basically preys on these kids so he can eat them throughout the 27 years and then come back 27 years later he makes his main appearance through Pennywise the Dancing Clown because it is the thing that scares children the most, is what Stephen King said in an interview. That's true. But he can shapeshift into anything he wants to. He seeks to find your biggest fear and uses that to lure you in and then take you away and make you float too. Portrayed by two of the man best portrayals in cinema, Bill Skarsgård in 2017 and 19. As Pennywise, absolutely terrifying. And then Tim Curry striking fear into the hearts of children in the 1990 miniseries when he played Pennywise. That was a very long... Dude, I You're love Pennywise. Into it right I'm now. so into it. Yeah. It's so weird that I am. Who wins? Uh, Okay, so first
1: off, let's think about this fight. These two guys meet in the middle of a desert or something. <laughs> That's going to be weird. <laughs> That's just so weird. It
0: would be hilarious.
1: i feel Feel like in this in in this weird world that we're making, that Joker's gonna freak out Pennywise maybe a little bit. Okay, I know Pennywise doesn't freak out very often. Yes, but Joker, I feel like can get in anyone's I'm head. I was gonna get to
0: that because is the Joker scared of anything?
1: Maybe the only thing I can think of is like not being relevant or not having a voice because he's always like so makes what himself would pretty shape, shift visible. Into?
0: I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. is, I don't think Joker is scared of anything. I don't think that Pennywise can strike that fear because in the first movie, spoiler alert if you have not seen It Chapter 1, the way the kids defeat Pennywise is they basically stand up to him. They're like, we're not scared of you. And it invokes fear in Pennywise and he goes away.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: So the only thing that can defeat Pennywise is fear of, of him f- being scared.
1: Yeah. It's a fearlessness. Yes. Maybe, yeah, fairly, yeah,
0: that's a good way to put it.
1: Maybe Joker would be afraid of Batman dying or someone else killing Batman. Yeah, or because that he needs to. Batman him, not like caring anymore, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I don't know how Pennywise would change into that. It'd be
0: interesting. If it was just powers against powers, it's Pennywise.
1: Powers against powers, I think so, too. I yeah. mean, because he,
0: he can... Sh- Have that huge mouth. He has these things called the deadlights, where if he opens his mouth wide enough, you look into these deadlights, and you basically your soul is suspended, and you're just stuck there, and that's why you float. How much of a
1: soul does Joker
0: have? Exactly. Like, oh, this is a tough fight again. We've really outdone ourselves. I went in this with Pennywise winning, hundred percent. Yes, but now I'm I'm thinking more towards the Joker. Actually, I just asked this on my Instagram less than like ten minutes ago, so I don't have a lot of responses but i have 6 votes for the joker, 3 votes for pennywise. Really? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. for Dylan said uh, Nick Saban <laughs> on who should win that one. Uh, of course he did. Lawson said, "Come on, man." And then Sarah Lowry said, "Whose joker are we talking about?"
1: Whose joker? I don't think we're talking Keith Ledger.
0: I think we, I'm talking like comics joker.
1: Yeah, we're talking uh
0: like Mark Hamill voicing the Joker yes, type of... Yes, like yeah. uh,
1: the the cartoon one. Not cartoon, but that, that form of Joker. I'm torn. I'm very torn on this one. Joker's such an iconic character. I mean, Pennywise is, too, just not to that extent.
0: Exactly. And
1: Pennywise has the abilities. That's the and only thing I'll say.
0: But it's the fearlessness that defeats him. And I think that's where Joker wins. Pennywise is always going to come back 27 years later. No matter what you do to him, Yeah. I, I think so. I haven't seen it chapter two yet, and I haven't finished the book, so I don't know how the adults defeat him once and for all, but... Here's
1: a really weird side note. Rhesus r- r- sardonicus okay. is a highly characteristic abnormal sustained spasm of the facial muscle muscles that appear to produce grinning, a real medical condition that the Joker makes happen with his laughing gas. Okay. Actually yeah. a real... Think.
0: and he like ba- basically makes you die from laughing
1: yes yeah yeah terrifying it is. anyway so what about I'm, that like are we throwing some gadgets in here with with joker i feel like they still aren't gonna do much effect on pennywise i'm or just have an thinking
0: effect. it he, he gets shot in the head he can like but he survives these things it's fearlessness that's the only way to defeat him and i think joker wins that You think
1: Joker could literally look at Pennywise and be fearless? I think so, too. Because I think Pennywise is specifically for to scare children and to eat children, right? And Joker has never really even been a child. Yeah. I guess that would be the only thing he could turn into is somehow, like, go back to Joker's childhood. Yeah. But I don't even know if later iterations of Joker care. Yeah. You know, he's... Because I think even Batman goes and and tries to kind of have some kind of catharsis with Joker... And Joker fakes him into it, and then tries to defeat him.
0: You know, I, I think mm, I, I don't know. It. I wanted Pennywise to win this bracket, and I I think if he was going up against anybody besides Joker, he would have that chance.
1: Yeah, I mean, any other villain with some kind of conscience, or, but it's that yeah. matchup
0: with Joker with no conscience. I I'm not scared of anything. Bring it on, Pennywise. I think he wins it.
1: Are we giving the dub to Joker? I'm
0: giving the dub to Joker against my better judgment. Wow. We're doing it. I didn't see that one coming either, to be I honest. Didn't. I did That's a we, – we we talked
1: ourselves into it. Tower, all the ones that I've introduced so far have won. Oh, no. I'm good at this. Something like that. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did
0: you hear my backstory, Pennywise? I told, like – No, yeah, you were pretty good. <laughs> much
1: better than, than my backstories. All yep. right.
0: Last one is our four versus five matchup, which is usually the close-up, and it's kind of the uh, toss-up. It would be Loki versus Dr. Doom. I'll go in with Loki really quick. Loki is a fictional character, of course, appearing in uh, Marvel Comics created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. He first appeared in Venues number 6 in August 1949. He is the god of mischief. He can basically duplicate himself. He, once again, is a god, so he's pretty powerful. And you know him best from the new iteration in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, played by Tom Holland.
1: Easy enough. Easy enough. And... He's up against Not
0: Tom Holland, <laughs> uh, Tom Hiddleston. Oh, I didn't even,
1: <laughs> Tom Holland, Spider Man. <laughs> I, I didn't even notice that. All right, uh, anyway, going up against Dr. Doom, okay, who is Victor von Doom, mm. um, some Eastern European uh, background with him. Um, he is a scientist and inventor, first most, who's a genius. Uh, he actually went to school with reed richards i was just reading about that mm-hmm. and they were kind of friends um for a while there uh but he is truly a supervillain. um he invented all sorts of doom day machines robots um and his Doombots are the kind doom of his bots big are the big bank. thing yeah so uh he is actually one of the most intelligent humans in the marvel universe believe it or not um yeah i mean that, that's it's kind of a lot of it he takes the form of like this big kind of suit that he wears around Check this. He
0: was ranked number three on IGN's list of top 100 comic book villains of all time. Do you want to
1: know who number one
0: was? Probably the Joker. Magneto. Wow. Yeah. Number two is probably the Joker, then. I, I bet. Yeah. Um, anyway, he is actually, I mean,
1: he's super strong, and uh, he is, like we said, super smart, super agile, like mm-hmm. pretty much all those basic super abilities that you can have. Um, but his main weakness is actually his arrogance. Okay, um, which is notable.
0: This is a hard matchup for me.
1: Another tough matchup, yeah. <coughs> my uh, my initial thoughts <coughs> is Loki.
0: Mine, mine are two.
1: Yeah, but every time we go into this with an initial thought, we always end up. Kind we always of change
0: it, and it's always my person that I have the initial thought on, and then we change. Yeah, that's yours. true. I, I'll be
1: honest. I, I've never really cared for Doctor Doom because. I haven't either. His personality th- super abrasive.
0: Because I've never cared for the Fantastic Four, and he's the Fantastic Four's big villain.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was Spider Man's villain for a while too. Spider Man's fought almost everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Doom is is a you can't underestimate him.
0: Do you think that Loki's strong enough to defeat Doom though? I
1: don't think he has to be, because remember, Doctor Doom is like. He is goes overboard on some things because yeah. of his ego. Yeah. So I think the only thing Loki has to do is find the best way to prey on that ego. Yeah. And make sure he's careful around Dr. Doom. Because Dr. Doom is smart enough to outwit him, I think, in a long-term battle. Yeah. Um, but short-term, if Loki just finds a good way to kind of trick his ego.
0: And he's he's got a mischief, so he's going to be able to get in there and really just mess with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a hand-to-hand fight...
0: I think Doom's got that.
1: I think Doom's got it, but not by much.
0: Yeah. But then I think with just the cleverness, cleverness? Yes. Is that a word? It I is. Th- I think Loki's <laughs> going to pull ahead.
1: I think so, too. Uh, Loki is, he's a worthy supervillain. Like, he what is. do we have him at? A four? We that, ha- he's a
0: four seed. Doom was a five seed. That I'm, could almost be thing. pretty
1: low for him. Yeah. Um, Especially considering the history of the character. I mean, in all sorts of mythology. Yeah. Things like that, like...
0: Uh yeah, Doom is, I don't think Doom's a strong character still. Honestly, to me, this is one of the most boring matchups between the four we have today. Really? I just, I don't, I'm just kind of like, eh.
1: Well, Doctor Doom has not had a good representation in that's movies. That's the problem. There was, Wait, like, one Fantastic Four movie that was pretty bad still.
0: There there were the two iterations with Chris Evans playing the um, Human Torch. And then there was the newer one that was just garbage that Fox put out. Was Doctor Doom in that? Mm-hmm. Did you watch that movie? So bad. Really? Yeah. Th- one of the worst movies. See, I
1: didn't even know if he was in it.
0: Yeah, he was. That's weird. So bad. I'm going lucky. I, the only thing that
1: gives me a little bit of pause in, in what I'm reading about uh, is a sentence here. Doom has also used his scientific talents to steal or replicate the power of other beings, such as the Silver Surfer, mm. or in one case, the entity Galactus's world ship. Yeah. That's big. That's I mean, terrifying. Silver Surfer by himself. I feel like Silver Surfer up against Loki. A good fight. Yeah. But I'm still going Loki. I'm going Loki. I'm key. going Loki.
0: And honestly, this is going to be kind of selfish because I don't really want to argue for Doctor Doom again against Joker. I like Loki versus Joker. Is that next round matchup?
1: I like it too. I, I'm I'm with it. I, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Oh. <laughs> Did you just exit out of everything. No, I just
0: I just deleted everything. Yeah, basically <laughs> we're both <laughs> oh, trying no. to mess with the Google. I'm dog. not touching anything from now on. All right, so let's go to our uh, next round. We're gonna oh. be Magneto versus the Night King. This Coyote. is a good one. Who wins?
1: So we're say we said that Night King does not get his army right. Correct. Magneto beats him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not even that close. The only thing I'll get for the Night King is that. I mean, he's kind of really hard to kill in general. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if this is like a fight to the death, but it could go on for a while. You have to have, of course, like Dragonglass or something like that to beat the Night King. Yeah. So somehow Magneto has to figure that out. And he would. He would, because Magneto is smart, and if he's put into that Game of Thrones universe, he's going to figure it out pretty quick, I'm yeah. sure. Um. But the Night King, I mean, he controls weather in some ways, which has thrown Magneto off before. Yes. Um. <laughs> he has fire immunity, all sorts of stuff. So I'm still edging out Magneto I'm on I'm going
0: simple, simple on that one, Magneto. Really? Without the army, from what you've said, without the army of the undead. like he, He's still a formidable opponent. He is, but he's not Magneto level. He's not Magneto level at he's, all. Yeah, I think that's a simple one. Yeah. Sorry, Night King, you had a good run against Sauron. Very great first round matchup.
1: That was, it was a short second round,
0: though. Very short, stri- okay. <laughs> this one's fun. We got a mischief versus the... Cl- Clown Prince of Crime. Ooh, this is, the this this is, is a good one. one.
1: This is a tough one. This would be a good... like We say all of them would be good movies, I guess. This
0: would be a good the one. Lo- yeah, because it's basically the, the two biggest villains in our common era of superheroes. Loki, mm-hmm. huge in MCU, besides Thanos, versus Joker, just a crowd favorite in the DCEU. Or DC in general.
1: Yeah. Uh, initial thoughts. I Loki. I, well, yeah, Loki. Initial like, thoughts, yeah. Initial thoughts is Joker's getting in a good good couple punches yeah. or whatever. Not, yeah. they're, they're not fist fighting, let's be honest. No. Not, not these two people.
0: Joker's never fist fighting. He's always doing some type of weird I mean, something.
1: He'll fist fight, but only to throw you off yeah. for something else. Yeah. Which is possible, too, because Loki, if he doesn't know anything about Joker going in, he, I feel like he's going to you know, misjudge him a little bit, yeah.
0: maybe. Joker's going to go in... And I think he's going to be more clever, more conniving than Loki is. Just a little bit. I think he's a little bit more of a like a strategician behind it. Yeah, I agree. And I think he's going to, I think he could come out on top of that. Do you think Joker could? I think he could. Ooh. I don't know. The laughing gas is the big thing. Imagine him throwing that on Loki. He's going to have to first pinpoint Loki. Loki's able to duplicate himself really well, throws it out. And if Loki gets that, I don't. Would it affect him because he is a god? That's the thing. I don't
1: know. <laughs>
0: this is a hard one.
1: This is a tough one.
0: Ooh. It's quiet. Yeah, we don't know what to say because it's so tough. I don't know. I. I think it's part of me that wants the Joker to advance. Part of me wants it too. I don't, I don't know why. It's, so I'm just trying to figure out how how Joker would win that. <laughs> That's really what it
1: comes down to. I think Loki's still winning. Think, I'm sorry. I
0: think nine out of ten times Loki's going to win. Joker I agree. Joker could pull out the one.
1: Joker could pull out one or two wins out of ten. But I think Loki's winning this fight. I think so too. End of the day. He's just a stronger character. Which, he, he's, a, he's a he's a god.
0: It, it it gives us a four versus one matchup in the finals. Okay. But it's a Marvel versus Marvel matchup. Which I'm okay with. But we can do it. Joker, we love you. You're an excellent villain. But you're gone, yeah Boom. so magneto fighting loki, who wins
1: hmm uh, I don't know <laughs> that's a tough one i mean they're there's they're the same universe technically they
0: are my initial thoughts are loki, really, they are i th- Loki doesn't have a lot of metal on him. Usually if there's metal on you, like you're you're done pretty quick. But I think Loki's gonna take Magneto down. I think Loki could take Magneto down. There are very few
1: people who could. Yes. Villain or hero. Yeah. But I think I think Loki's one of them that can do it. I feel like on all these matchups, Loki's gotta be on his game. I feel yes. like there are days where Loki is really not. Yeah, he's, he's just messing around. Yes. He's a god of mischief. Yeah. But if Loki's on his game, if he's focused, if this is something, you know, where he cares about it, I think Loki could take him in a good fight.
0: Yeah. But, once again, Loki, he kind of needs his army, too. When he had the Chitauri in the first movie. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going movies, Loki, because I don't know comics, Loki, enough. That's who I'm basing all this off of. Has Loki done a lot on his own?
1: I mean, he's yeah, he's done enough. What, and Loki has just kind of a long list of powers that he yeah. can do and he can make stuff and he can kind of bring stuff out of thin air with his um, uh, staff. And in looking at other stuff, like and looking at some threads and things like that, it looks like most people lean towards Loki. The
0: mind control aspects of, the, of his scepter, I think that could also win over Magneto to his side. Doesn't even have to defeat him. Do you know the yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and Magneto would be completely susceptible to that because yes, he's a mutant, but he's still human.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's Loki. You think Loki's Loki gonna, for the win. You think Loki's winning this bracket? Yes, Loki was not should not have been a four seed. I don't think so no. either. Yeah,
0: but I like that we have a four seed winning.
1: I agree. Yeah,
0: I like that Loki
1: through to the finals.
0: Okay, so right now we have three three in our finals. Yep. Our first round matchup is going to be Darth Vader versus Ultron
1: interesting.
0: And then in the second one we have Loki versus the winner of our next versus. Yep. Going to be interesting as we go in to it. Love it. I'm excited.
1: That was it uh, was a good one though. Vers- uh, we yeah. were surprised with some of these matchups. Yeah. Some good ones. A lot of clown in this one. Yeah. But I'm all Lots for it. Lots of similar matchups. Yeah.
0: Versus Volume 3 is in the books. All today right. we're going to start our new segment as we're about to be closing out the podcast today. Weird news article of the week. Yes. Okay, I haven't looked at this yet.
1: You haven't looked at it at no. all. Can I just read it for you? I'm just you? not
0: opening up the weird news article of the week.
1: Okay, so this started, I have to say, Okay. because of my wife, Okay. we were talking about this, and she was talking about how she goes through Snapchat. Yeah. And you know what? Like the Snapchat stories, or yeah. not people stories, but I know what you're talking about news stories. Mm-hmm. And like BuzzFeed puts them up, and Daily Mail, and all sorts of weird stuff. So I was curious if there were like any really weird news articles out this week.
0: So this is on, like, this is on the Huffington Post. Yeah, this is this is legitimate. And it's weird news. It's just like the title of these segments.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, they just kind of pull out some random news stories. Some of <laughs> them are just stupid or political. This one is.
0: <laughs> I see it.
1: Pretty funny. So this one came out on the fourth of October, just a couple days ago, um, and it is out of ecuador so you want to read through this real quick
0: yeah just just read it title of it
1: guinea pig ice cream becoming a cool new treat in ecuador my favorite type of ice cream okay so when i when i read this my first thought was okay are they milking guinea pigs <laughs> <laughs> to make ice cream but they're not are they no they're not okay ready it's a real flavor of ice cream guinea pig Anyone thinks of guinea pigs as pets it's cute, squishy, squeaking bundles of fur. Might be, might find that idea hard to digest. The rodents are a traditional hot dish in some Latin American countries, including Colombia, Peru, and Bolivia. In Ecuador, people normally cook them with salt, serve them with potatoes, blah, blah, blah. blah. But some people like ice cream made from koi, as, an animal, uh, as the animal is locally known, which is a guinea, guinea pig. pig. So somehow they actually make ice cream
0: out of... The guinea guinea pig. pigs. First, like, that's like having a meat ice cream. Like, could you imagine yes. like, our delicacy? like The big meat is chicken or steak, right? Yeah. yeah. Steak ice cream?
1: Nasty. It sounds
0: disgusting. Chicken ice cream? Sounds like you're going to get salmonella.
1: So, ready? This is, the way they do it is that they concentrate guinea pig flavor after cooking and preparing a pate from the animal's flesh. They add milk or cream and refrigerate it. The whole thing... Until it has become kind of the consistency of ice cream, it tastes similar to chicken. They also have they also have beetle and mushroom ice cream flavors that include like fruits and some other stuff. Now, I think beetle is kind of different. People have been eating beetles for a long time. We don't do it in America, We're like yeah. bugs. So it'd be a weird consistency too. Mushroom, I don't think I'd have as much of a problem with. It's, um, it, it's like a pretty common ingredient in weird stuff now. But, uh, yeah, one specific vendor is starting to do guinea pig ice cream on top of, uh, they're going to work in crab ice cream, um, chicken, and pork. That's so interesting. Yeah, so if you want to find that, it's on the Huffington Post. I love it. Disgusting.
0: Guinea pig ice cream. I think that's what we're going to have for this weekend for some post-football snacks. That's disgusting. How do you feel about it?
1: I'm not there for <laughs> it. That's terrible. Hey, if
0: you like our weird news article of the week, let us know. We don't know if it's something we want to keep going. I yeah. like it though. <laughs>
1: Hopefully they won't be all that disgusting. Um <laughs> but it's kinda interesting. Love it. All right, before we head out, Cody. Tower. What you binging? This past week I've actually started binging, kind of binging, um, Peaky Blinders. <coughs> have you heard of this? Yes, I have. I've never watched it. It's on Netflix, right? Netflix show. Yeah. Um and it's Killian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Yeah. Um so he played uh in Batman Begins, yeah. A couple other Nolan movies. Um he's a great actor. But it's kind of like, the best way I can describe it, I saw someone describe it as uh, the godfather in Ireland in nineteen, the late 1900s, or 1910s and 1920s. Okay. So, that's pretty much the best way to describe it. It's like one family that runs some gambling rings and things like that. Yeah. And the story of them, I think it's in Ireland. And um, yeah, it's okay. pretty much, it. it's really interesting, but I, it's still under like British rule yeah. and it's kind of a weird... IRA on one side, the English on the other. Yeah. Uh, it's really political. How many seasons are there? Uh, they just released the fifth or the sixth on okay. uh, Netflix. Also, have been watching Survivor.
0: Yes. Yeah? I'm so proud of you.
1: Like the new season, not old okay, stuff. But, but still,
0: it's still Survivor.
1: Yeah, this season's not that good. I've watched okay. better ones. But Island of the Idols. It's
0: still, I love Survivor. It's yeah. fun to watch.
1: Dude, they are blindsiding people left and right this season. The
0: strategy in Survivor is so fun.
1: There was one last night, hopefully, if you care about it, you've watched it, where, what was it? They went into a tribal council. We're going to vote this girl out who had really messed up the puzzle and the immunity. Yeah. And then she literally got up, walked around, and said something in all the girls' ears. mm and voted out the guy with the hidden immunity no. idol in his pocket. He had no idea, didn't play it, walked out with the immunity idol in his pocket.
0: Yeah. Dude, those those are the best. I love tribal councils where they get all like, <sighs> it's so fun.
1: And we've been watching the Great British Baking Show. It's great, as always. New episode every Friday. Yep, boom. Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> What have you been binging? Well,
0: clearly, I've been reading or listening to the audiobook It. As you can tell from my knowledge on Pennywise, a little bit too much knowledge on it. I'm now 14 hours in, which is the equivalent of about 350 to 400 pages into the book, out of a 45-hour book. Very intriguing story. Very cool to just hear about these kids' backstories and their lives. Um, I, I'm loving it. Couldn't recommend it more if you do love a... A good horror deep dive story.
1: Is it all age specific? Nope. No, not at all. Definitely not.
0: Um, Stephen King writes very harsh, very bad language, a lot through it. it. Um, But it's a great book. Love it. Great Uh, story. Great story. (laughs) Not very moral. The next thing is last Friday, my wife and I, we watched the Dark Phoenix, the new X-Men movie. We finally came around to seeing it. Very average movie. Nothing great about it. It the, the visuals are excellent, the cast is excellent, but the third act wasn't there. It didn't finish the saga of X-Men very well at all. That's oh, what you're I was just now coming back around to Dark
1: Phoenix. Yeah, that's
0: what I was disappointed in. Yeah. yeah, sorry guys, I, I never saw it in theaters, first time I saw it. Um, and then lastly, I've been going through a Nintendo Switch game called Link's Awakening. It's great having a Switch because we can put on something on the TV and I can go sit over there on the couch with Elizabeth and just play the Switch and we just hang out together. So, I can play video games. So, hold on.
1: <laughs> Repeat that for me one time. You guys can sit on the couch as you play Switch and you guys hang out together. Yeah. Okay. It's just great. wanted to be clear on that.
0: It's excellent. <laughs> um, but Link's Awakening, I'm there's eight dungeons in the game. I'm, I got through six of them. It's just a remake of a Game Boy game. Anything Legend of Zelda is always going to win me over. Cody, you're not a big Nintendo Legend of Zelda fan.
1: No. We only had a few games for our N64 when we were growing up. So Could
0: you name an, a Zelda game?
1: Legend of Zelda. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, any more subtitles? Ocarina of Time?
1: Link's Awakening. Wow, Link's Awakening. <laughs> no, Ocarina of Time is the, like one of the most Nintendo popular. One, yeah. Like, one of the best games ever, yeah. apparently.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people would say that it is. I just never played time. them. I, I've heard of them, though. I love Legend of Zelda. It's a great series. Can recommend it more. But I think that's all the time we have for you this week. I'm the Culture Strike Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye.